0: December twentieth, two thousand twenty-two, we're continuing in Masekhiberachotwa and Aftet eleven lines from the top, two words before the end of the line. The Gemara is returning to the Mishnah. The Mishnah described how after the statement of Rabban Gamliel that Kiriat Shela Arbit, you have until Achiale Mutashahar until morning. Uh, the Gemara, the Mishnah told us how the sons of Rabban Gamliel returned from a wedding and they uh, said to their father, we haven't yet said Kiryat He said to them, if it hasn't yet uh, that, uh, happened that it's morning time, um, you're hayavim to say Kiryat says the Gemara, Until then, until that moment, the sons of Rabban Gamliel hadn't heard his opinion on this matter of Kiryat that you haven't alamut Answers the Gemara, No, of course they knew his opinion. This is what they were questioning. This is what's being described in our Mishnah. Pelige ilavach. Is it that the Hachamim disagree with you? And in turn, halakha When there's a minority versus majority opinion, we're supposed to be following the majority opinion, which of course is the Chachamim. O dilma, or perhaps, Or perhaps, the Hachamim actually admit to you, they agree with you, however, The only reason they said until midnight is not because they disagree with you in fundamental uh, terms, but rather because they're cautioning and uh, safeguarding people from falling prey to uh, leaving Kiryat Shema and ultimately speaking missing it. Rashi fills in the gaps here with regards to the fundamentals of what we're discussing If you recall our Mishnah has three opinions. There's Rabi Li who maintains that you have until the end of the first third There's the second opinion that of Chachamim until Hasot and then lastly is the opinion of Rabban Gamliel You see when it comes to the first opinion that of Rabili Ezer, his definition of Bishoch Becha when go you go to sleep is at the beginning time that you would go to sleep. That's why you only have the first third. When it comes to Rabban Gamliel, certainly his definition of Bishokh bechai is not when you're beginning to go to sleep, but a time when you're sleeping. That's why he has the entire night until morning as Kiryat time. What the sons are really asking their father, explains Rashi, is what's the principle that underlies the hachamim. Are they in principle like Rabili Ezer, that it's only at the time that you're going to sleep that Kiriyachma may be recited, and therefore, whereas Rabbi Li'iza says people go to sleep until 1st, 3rd, Ash Hachamim disagree until hatsot, but later than midnight certainly would not be appropriate. Or alternatively, do they in principle agree with you that it's any time that people are sleeping? and they just are being But when all the dust is settled, that's the question of the sons of Rabban Gamliel to their father. Not that we don't know your particular opinion, your unique approach to this. We want to know what should we do in practice. Do the Hachamim agree to you in terms of principle and just in terms of practice? They're trying to distance. And in a situation that we find ourselves in, we should be doing like you, in other words, like them, or alternatively, do they disagree with you? In which case, we can't follow your opinion because Yahid ve'rabim Rabbim, Halakhak <laughs> Amar lehu, answered Rabban Gamliel to his uh, children as a result, Rabbanan kavati sevira lehu. The Chachamim really agree with me. To use the terminology of Rashi, they agree with me in, in principle, fundamental, that Kiryat said the entire time that a person's sleeping, that people sleep. <laughs> And as a result, you're obligated to say, And the reason that the Hakamima stated, uh, seemingly wrongfully, until midnight, even though they agree with me until the morning, The only reason they said so is in order to distance a person from sinning, meaning to forget to say, if they don't do it by midnight, continues the Gemara, and it deals with the next words in the Mishnah. Velozo bilvadamru ela vegomer The Mishnah said furthermore that Rabban Gamliel said to his children. Not only did the Chachamim, in the context of Kiriyachimashi you only have until Hatsot, but they really meant uh, that you have until morning. It's just in But two other important cases: Hekter, Halavim ve'evarim, burning of fats and limbs as we discussed earlier in the Masechet are also applicable until the morning The rabbis just mentioned as a way of curtailing as a way of cautioning and warding off an, um, a danger uh, Of sin, the Chachamim said until hatsot. says so Gemara, just in terms of technical reading of that line Ve'raban gamlil mikah amarat, hatsot de'katane Ve'lo zo'bilvad as, as the Gemara, Rabban Gamliel, in the initial understanding, the, the Gemara doesn't understand those words, "velozo it thinks that they're somehow attached to, according to Bach's uh, interpretation of this Gemara, his changing of Nosach, they're attached to the statement of Rabban Gamliel. He's stating, not only is it on this matter, but in other circumstances as well, Rabban Gamliel says, you actually have until the morning, even though, I say until hatsot says the Gemara, but wait a second, Rabban Gamliel on Kiryat Shema Shel Arbi never said hatsot for him to therefore say not only this but also that. What do you mean, not only this? You don't say when it comes to Kiryat that even the Chateh you do it by hatsot. Says the Gemara, ha'cheka Amar Lehu Rabban Libaneh. This is in truth what Rabban Gamliel was saying to his sons. Afilu at Even according to the Chachamim who say have until midnight. Not talking about his own opinion. He's saying, even according to the Hachamim, who maintain clearly, till the, the true time you have is until morning. the only reason they said is to distance a person from sinning, meaning that wasn't his opinion. When he says velozo amru, he's not referring to his own opinion, he's referring to specifically and only to the opinion of the Chachamim. His own opinion of Ban Gamliel's, was made clear from the Mishnah and the Gemara afterwards, is that even Lecha you have until morning Amut Okay, the Gemara now continues and gets into a longer conversation with regards to another issue. Again, the Mishnah told us that Rabban Gamliel's words to his sons was, were that not only is it that The Rabbis told you until Hatzot, but you really have until morning. Amut HaShachar, Hekteh, the burning of Halavim v'Evarim, is so as well. Our question the Gemara. We do have, notably, another circumstance where there seems to be a measurement of Chatzot but in truth, you can do it until Amut HaShachar. Why is it that our Mishnah left that other case out? What other case are we referring to? Says the Gemara. Ve'ilu akilat pesachim The mention of eating the Korban Pesach, which we're understanding now, the Rabbis told you until Hatzot, but in truth you have until Amut HaShachar. That's not mentioned in our Mishnah. Who that's said that's the Halakha? Isn't that including Korban Pesach? Why doesn't it explain the ha neichalim liyom ehad? No, korban pesach is not neichal liyom ehad. Korban pesach is only Nechal ve'layla. Yeah, won't be included in that. No, won't be included in that. But you are correct. I keep saying hekler halavim ve'evanim. It's furthermore the ha neichalim liyom ehad. But what's notably left out is pesach, which is only at night. Says the Gemara, but who said that is the halacha with regards to Kodman Pesach? don't we have a Beraita which explicitly says al First and foremost, Kiriyachim in the evening. Secondly, Hallel belele Pesachim. We'll return to that in a second. Anything, anything that's Nechal Yom they're arguing about whether it ends at midnight. Yom would start when and when? It would start daytime from whenever you did this Shechita, and it would end in Alot Hashachar of the night right. thereafter I mean say because the correct correct the right. so this beraita now mentions these three kiriach, bit, our issue halil of pesach we'll dress in a second akhilat korban pesach well that's what we mentioned already mitzvah tanachi are each of these the mitzvah the halakha is that you can and should eat it by amud ha-shahar. Again, so the question before explaining them a little bit at greater depth is, so then why doesn't our Mishnah explicitly mention as well Korban Pesach? You see, when it comes to this, this uh, Halel, so the Gemara Masech Pesachim and Daf describes how together with the Korban Pesach, you not only ate it, but you said Halel as well. In truth, the Gemara Massech Pesachim and Daf says that that's one of the reasons, according to one opinion, that it's referred to matzah in the Torah as lechem oni. It's lechem she'onim alav devarim habe. You talk over the matzah many, many matters. What are those matters? Again, connected to the matzah, which in turn was connected to Korban Pesach. Says Rashi, you talk about Haggadah and Halil. It means hallel is connected, it's tethered to the mitzvah of Achilat Korban Pesach, and as a result, when we mention Korban Pesach, we mention in tandem together with it uh, the mitzvah of Hallel. Generally speaking, the mitzvah of Hallel, there's a debate between Hanam Bam and others. About whether it's a mitzvah min haTorah or not, Rambam notably in the Hanukkah Hanuka discusses this matter. But it's a large-ranging uh, uh, question and need not address need not be addressed in this context. This might or might not. Ramban Nahmani, as a matter of fact, in his Sefer Mitzvot his Hasagot in the Shorashim Sefer Mitzvot. He mentions the pasuk uh, in context of Korban Pesach. The question is if that's different or not. But for our purposes, that's what we're talking about: the mitzvah of Halil together with Korban Pesach. It's until Amut HaShachar, why didn't the Mishnah mention it, Amar of Yosef, Lakashya, Yosef answers, there's no difficulty here because that Beraita and our Mishnah reflect two separate opinions. Who are those two separate opinions? bin Azaria bi Akiva. Our Mishnah would be reflecting the opinion of Bil Azab bin Azaria. we'll quickly understand and see that Bil Azab bin Azariah maintains that. Ben Pesach is Min HaTorah only until Chatzot it's not a rabbinic item that you can only have it until Chatzot, Min it's only until Chatzot, that's why our Mishnah leaves it out, it's not one of those things which can really be done until the morning. Rabbi Akiva, who's going to disagree with Rabbi it, be La'azah ben Azariah, he'll be the author or the the opinion there in that, in that beraitah we just cited that maintains that Korban Pesach can, technically speaking, be eaten until the morning, and it's just lar'chikata adam in a'avira that will say it's ad-chatzot. Where do you see these two opinions? Dittanya, after all the beraitah teaches, from the Pasuk ve'achedu et basar, balayla haze. The Pasuk is talking about the basar, the meat of the Korban Pesach, should be, must be eaten on this night. Okay, how do you determine those words? On this night. Balayla hazeh. Bilazab and Azariah says, Let's learn a Shavah. ne'emar, kan, balayla hazeh and ne'emar, lehalan ve'abartibere, it's wasrain balayla hazeh. V'asuk, both here in the context of Korban Pesach, as well as there in the context of Makat Bechorot, uses those words, ב'לילה הזה, מליה afkan, אףכן hasot. The same way that by makat bechorot it was until hatsot. How do you know? We had the gemara earlier. It doesn't mean until. It means it was at hatsot, Ka hatsot laila. The pasuk that we referred to several Pim ago in the gemara told us so too. When it comes to korban pesach, laila Haseh is telling me that it needed to be. Hatzot until hatzot that's min hatorah Biakiva disagrees amar he neemar behipazon interprets as ad she'at hipazon Biakiva disagrees and he says but the pasuk says you should eat it behipazon it's not only a description of eating it quick quickly and swiftly it's also a description of the time limit you have until the time of swift and quick activity when was the swift and quick activity? Of course, that was Yetziah Mitzrayim. Yetziah Mitzrayim took place in the morning. As a result, says Rabbi Akiva, the fact that the Pasuk tells me that I need to eat a Behipazon, and he understands it as describing a time period, well, that's telling you, you have it mm-hmm. until the time of Chippazon, which is the morning Yetziah Mitzrayim. Says the Gemara, or the, or the Beraita, responding to Rabbi Akiva, <laughs> So then why is it that the Pasuk mentions night? According to you, Rabbi Akiva, you can really eat it until morning what is supposed to say ba laila ya khodi hna how ke kodashim biyoum ta Says Rabbi Akiva, you would have maybe mistakenly said that the same way, generally speaking, Kodashim, Korbanot, and that's really, Jacob, what you were referring to earlier. Korbanot have eating time during the day. It's true, this one would start at night, but maybe you have the day as well. That's why the Pasuk says, Balayla, this is a unique Korban. You have only at night. That's the statement here. You bring it, well, we'll talk about, the slaughtering is done during the daytime, after hatsot during the daytime. But the eating was to be performed and done at night. And so the understanding would have been, maybe it's like other korbanot, you get a night and day. Generally speaking, it's a day and then a night, but maybe over here you'd have a night and a day. Balayla, according to Rabbi Akiva, is teaching us then, that it needs to be done at night and only at night. You can't go into the next day. So I the okay, but Rabbi you still didn't account for another word in this pasuk. So now let me understand, let me summarize what we have thus far. There's a mahluk between Bi'akiva and Bilazab ben Hazayah about the final time of eating korban pesach. Why is that significant? Because our Mishnah leaves it off of the list of things that can be eaten until the morning. We said our Mishnah is following the opinion of Bilazab ben Hazayah. Bilazab ben Hazayah derives that you have only until midnight according to the Torah. To eat korban pesach gezerah shavah, balaylaze, balaylaze, tumakat bechorot. Bi'akiva, who disagrees with him, says absolutely not. Behipazon, you have until the time of haste the morning when you're leaving Misraim that's the time limit of eating Korban Pesach wait a second Bi'akiva. why does Pasuk then say Balayla in the night time of course it's in the night time but it's also in the daytime. Bi'akiva says because you maybe would have thought to compare it to other Korbanot which have not only night but day as well says so, the Gemara fantastic akiva but akiva we still have another question what about Balayla Haze Bishlamar Bi'la ben Gezera Shava According to Bila that the whole point of those words, by, hazeh, are to link it up to Bakat we call that again that's why the Pasuk needs to say on this night. But according to Bi'akiva, where it's only to tell you at night as opposed to during the day, so that what was the necessary mention of haze? Yes, you follow the question? That's the question to the Biakiva. Answers the Gemara, it's to tell you that you don't have as well the following night, according to the Biakiva. Meaning, according to the Biakiva, you'd be on the 14th at night, you'd slaughter the Korban, the, the korban during the day, and then you'd start eating. You're not finished by the end of that night. You could wait, according to Rashi's mm-hmm. understanding. You, you, can, you can wait yet another day. You, you're the 14th at night, meaning the 15th, beginning of 15th. You could then go 15th at night, meaning 16th, and finish eating as well. That's by Layla hazit Why would you have thought to say you could do the other night as well, says the Gemara, because Korban Pesach is what's called Kadashim Kalim. And Kadashim Kalim have this status similar to Shilamim. You see, when you have Korbanot, there's two categories among others that are fundamental. You have Kodashim Kalim and you have Koche Kodashim. And uh, when it comes to the two of these, they have particular laws. The famous ko- Koche Kodashim are Hatat and Asham. Over there, you have Halachot of Me'ilah, for example. When it comes to Shilamim, which is a Kadashim Kalim, there's no Me'ilah, which could be addressed and discussed separately. But furthermore, you have two days and a night maybe over here you'd have two nights maybe even a day in the interim. Rashi says, but not really eating during that day in the interim. But at the very least, you'd have two nights to eat from the Korban Pesach. That's why, according to Rabbi Akiva, the Pasuk says, You maybe would have thought to say, ilu kalim kalim You'd make a similarity. You'd compare Korban Pesach to Shelamim. Again, Korban Shelamim is a Korban in which both the owner and Kivyachol HaKadosh Baruch Hu enjoy it. We call it Kadashim Kalim. It's a lower level in terms of severity as is that's the Hidush in the pasuk according to the Biakivaka That's why the pasuk says on this night Okay, that much is clear then. We have the two opinions, again, of Bil'Azah ben Azariah and Biakiva, And we're doing all the fancy footwork to determine how they read these Pesukim. Oh, lastly, Bil'Azah ben Azariah, Milototiru Ad Boker, We turn to Bil'Azah ben Azariah and we say, How do you know, Bilazab ben Azariah, that you don't have a second night? After all, Balaylah Haz, according to you, Bil'Azah ben Azariah, means I have until Hatzot. Maybe you have until Hatzot on the night of the 14th, meaning the 15th, and the night of the 15th as well. Uh, who said not? No, you can't say Balayla Hazeh because you learn from Balayla Hazeh Gezer And since the Gemara, Rabbi Al-Azab and would learn that from a different pasuk. Don't leave over from it until the morning. Meaning, if there's anything left over after Hatzot, you're finished why do you need in order to teach you that when you learn it from I would have read that post and said yes you have until morning and you have to eat it by morning but I would have said that means not this morning it means tomorrow morning 16th says no whenever the Torah uses bokeh without designating second first third it means the first night and as a result is sufficient to prove that I wouldn't have a second night to eat from this. Says the Gemara. You should know this. Mahlokir and Biakiva. Let's repeat their Mahlokir again. maintains that korban pesach is neechal only until chazot. Biakiva disagrees. Biakiva's opinion is that it's neechal ad haboker. Of course, when it comes to Pesach time, these are important opinions to keep in mind because, generally speaking, we assume that um, that uh, that Sipur uh, Yisya is performed at the same time. Because Lo Munachim LeFanecha, we do the mitzvah of Zechirat, really Sipur Yisya Israim at the time that the Korban Pesach was eaten. Now that has major ramifications with regards to me and you in today's day and age. How late do you have to finish performing this? To finish specifically eating the matzah? To finish specifically uh, what we call the afikomin? When do you have as your cutoff time? Everyone's familiar with hatsot. Now you understand where that's derived from. It's derived from this opinion, of Lazza ben Azaya. In our Gemara, and of course, in Masicha Pesachim, says the Gemara, And these Tanaim, meaning Rabbi Lazza ben Azaya and Rabbi Akiva, whom we've just been discuss discussing, They're really uh, parallel to another set of or another pair of Tanaim, or those other Tanaim de tanya, as the Beraita says, "Sham Tizbah eta pesach ba'ariv kebo." Hashemesh mo'ed mim misrayim. The pasuk says, you shall there slaughter the Pesach in the evening, kebo Hashemesh, as the sun is going down, mo'ed mim m- at the time of your exodus from Egypt, says Rashi. There are three t- times, uh, play, uh, t- time segments mentioned in this pasuk. First and p- foremost, ba'ariv. The evening. Secondly, kebo uh, so hashamish. That's when the sun goes down. So the first one is after hatsot erev. Second, kebo hashamish, sunset or nightfall. Lastly, moed se'itechem means at the time that you left Egypt, daytime. So what are you talking about? When is this korban pesach eaten? He gave me three separate time periods in one pasuk. That's the issue. That's the He says, here's how you read it. First segment. When do you slaughter? You slaughter after Hasot on the day of the 14th. And what do you do at by uh, by nightfall? Pause for a second. What's he saying? He seems to be telling you, you eat until night. He's not giving you until the morning. Whose opinion would that accord with? And when do you burn anything that's left over if it's left over until the morning? That's Rabbi Lazab ben Azariah's opinion. He's not allowing you for you to eat it until the morning. It'd be man, he's going to align with Rabbi Akiva. You slaughter. He agrees with Rabbi The first opinion over here. The slaughtering is done after Chatzot on the 14th. Okay, he as well agrees that you begin eating from nightfall. And until when do you continue eating? Until the morning when you left Egypt. Okay, so effectively, then the Gemara cleanly aligned Bilazab Azariah with Rabbi and Rabbi with Rabbi Joshua. says the Gimara Amot be aba hakol modim k'she nigalu Yisrael miMisraim lo Shene mar hosyah adnai lo echa miMisraim laila. U'k'she yasoe lo yasoe la'yom shene ma'chorat pesach, Yasu ben Yisrael bi'adrama. Both Rabbi Azar ben Azariah and Rabbi Akiva agree that the Exodus from Egypt began at night. There's a pasuk that describes that. There was a beginning during the night of Exodus, but further, in other words, that's the time when the Egyptians relinquished control. That's when Paro and others said, okay, you can go free. But the actual leaving only began in the morning. Everybody agrees with that. All right, so then what was their debate really all about, fundamentally? At the Shoresh hadavar, when you get to the root of the matter, when they're debating until midnight or until the morning, well, Rabbi Akiva seemed to tell me I have until Hipazon because that's when the uh, the exodus took place. But Rabbi be the ben azaya is only talking about Hatzot, he's linking it up with Makat Bechorot. So what is their mahloket okay. Al-She'at Their question is, really, hinges on when the Pasuk says you eat the Korban Pesach, how do you define that? There are two hipazons This is the hipazon of the Egyptians telling us, all right, Kish, get out of here. That's at night, of course. That's Bilazab ben Azariah. And there's also the Hipazon of us actually getting up and rushing out. Well, that's the Rabbi Akiva, reading of Bil'Azah ben Azariah, Sevar, my Hipazon, when the Pasuk mentions the swift and haste time period of Korban Pesach, Hipazon de Mitzrayim, it's at midnight when the Egyptians, Makah get out of here. All right, that's the Hipazon, the Pasuk, and as a result, Korban Pesach has until then that's, I mean, imagine it. You're eating up until the moment and you feel the redemption. Alternatively, no, don't just feel the redemption. Actually, experience the redemption. Get out of there. Eat until the time that you actually started moving your feet and getting out. My Hipazon, di Israel. The Hipazon is a reference to when we actually left Egypt. Tanyana Meacher, we have a Beraita, which likewise accords with this interpretation. Hosiachad, Reydou Echamim Yisrael, Laila. The Pasuk says that God took you out of Egypt during the night did we really leave at night? The pasuk says, we left during the daytime. So which one is it? Was it during the night time or the daytime? The seems to say at night, but then it talks about daytime. Rather, what we can derive from this is, she the Geulah, the redemption, really began at the night. In what way did it begin at the night? The Egyptians said, go. That's the beginning of the redemption. That's what we call Hibbazon de Misraim. that's the significant time. Whereas, Rabbi Akiva disagrees and says, no, Hibbazon is de when we actually left. Nothing happened when they said go. We We're, went in the morning. But there's a psychological freedom already at that moment. You're right, you're not actually out, but you're already a free person. I don't said that three times before that also. That, but that didn't this, do anything. This time, apparently, we realized that it actually was for real. Uh, or at the very least in hindsight. Maybe each time we had a false beginning, and this time we actually, or uh, alternatively, are making the claim of Rabbi Akiva. Yeah. Just a bit more. One, will end uh, our mood this morning just with a short derasha of the Gemara. The Gemara has a derasha about these words. HaKadosh Baruch Hu turns to Moshe and he says, He says, Speak and that word na. How would you translate that word nah Na, generally speaking, we assume means please. turns to Moshe and says, "Please speak to the people." And what are you asking them to take or to re- to borrow from the Egyptians? Gold and silver. Did you really need to say please over here, God? Um, amre de a lashon bakasha the lashon of na. Is Bakasha, it's a request, it's a please. why would that be happening? God is turning to Moshe and saying, Please, Moshe, go, and say to I plead with you, please. Request of the Egyptians. Uh, utensils of gold and silver. Why so? Shelo yomaro sadik, so that Abraham Abinu won't say. Va'avadum ve'inuotam ki'im bahem. God fulfilled the promise in Berit Ben Abterim of servitude, of working us hard, of enslaving us. Va'harichen yezuber chush gadol lo ki'im bahem. However, the Exodus, the leaving Egypt with uh, with plentitude of of property, that never happened. This is an amazing gemara, very difficult to wrap your head around. It's kivyachol, God needing to make a request in order to manipulate reality so that he fulfills his promise. There's a real paradox here. God could control it. On the other hand, he wants us to be the people who decide on our own to do so. This, of course, gets into conversations of behirach of shit, of freedom of choice. God could and does know what his promise is, but he kind of wants us to fulfill it. That's at the very least the beginning of this understanding. Oh, why wouldn't they want to take? I mean, God is talking, I need you to take because otherwise I won't fulfill it. It's almost as if Maharsha points out, I'm Yisrael, were not going to want to be taking. Why wouldn't they want to take? Oh, so he answers that based on the next words in the Gemara. That's why God needed to plead for us to go out well in a wealthy fashion. Who wouldn't want to be wealthy? I know there's dangers of too much money, but I mean, we're going from slavery. We don't want to leave. Amru the Gemara explains, Kivyachol, we're imagining Am Yisrael turning to Moshe and saying to him, If only we just go out alive as free people. And we're going to give a mashal in the Gemara in a moment, but before we read the mashal, the idea being, I turn to you after being enslaved as a family, as a, your ancestors for hundreds of years, I say have the opportunity for freedom. The second you hear those words, all you want to do is run out. No, but wait, I'm going to give you deals, and I'm going to give you money. No, I don't want to hear about anything. Let me get out. We could talk about that later. I, I don't even need that. Did you say freedom? Do I see freedom? Do I smell freedom? All I want to do is get out. K'v'achol, God says, slow it down. Please have them leave with wealth. I know they're not going to want, or I know it's not going to be comfortable. They're hearing freedom. They're smelling, they're experiencing it for the first time. But slow them down. Let me fulfill my side of it. And the Gemara gives a uh, a, a mashal for this. And the mashal goes as follows: Adam Havush The mashal, the parable, is a person who was Havush. He was chained up. He was in He was imprisoned in a in a in a in a jailhouse. And people were saying to him, you, you should know tomorrow they're taking you out. You're getting freedom from this jailhouse. Not only that, you're going to get a lot of money. They're going to they're going to give you money. You won the court case. Not only were you not not wrong, but you were wrongfully treated. And as a result, you're able to sue them. You're going to make lots of money. and the response would, and generally speaking, is hayom. Just get me out today. I'm not interested in anything more. So it's for that reason the Gemara suggests that the na in the pasuk of Moshe of God speaking to Moshe that please have the Am Yisrael requests of the Egyptians as surprising as it may be, it wouldn't be their intuition, it wouldn't be what they would want to be involved in, and in turn, God says, but I have this promise which I have to uphold with regards to Avraham Avinu, so that righteous one, meaning a reference to Avraham Avinu, he shouldn't have claims, and nobody should have claims, that I fulfilled the slavery and servitude, but I didn't uphold the other side of it, that they'll leave with great wealth. The Gemara goes on in the next few lines to have Derashot with regards to a few other of those issues. In the context of Yesia Mitzrayim, and then brings us into Kiriyat Shemashel Shahrit, the next Mishnah, the first Mishnah, Kiriyat Shemashel Albit. We discussed why. The next Mishnah now is Kiriyat Shemashel Shahrit, about which we'll deal with some of the halachot and have some agadot as well. Baruch Adonai the Amen, Amen,